Hello, this podcast is sponsored by Now Alchemy. Now Alchemy is an amazing company that has formulated the most powerful substance in our body that was taken way back in the Egyptian era known as the food of the gods. Not only does it bring in balance, happiness, and increase your intuition, it decalcifies your pineal gland, which opens up your third eye and increases your light body, allowing your consciousness and your awareness to be open and aware of everything that is going on. The high-level mineral source, which we need today on our planet, is so important. With the fact that the earth itself has been overturned so many times with all of the farming industries, that we do not have access to the rich ormus that is available on this planet. And thanks to now alchemy, we do. We now have the sustenance that our body needs that is brought in from the Himalayan mountains and the Dead Sea. Ormus, which is powerful energy source that moves through your body and brings together a whole synthesis of information to every part of your body. By bringing this mineral source, you are nourishing your body at a cellular level. I love the company for what it stands for and its ethics. And it has been a sponsor of Ancient Wisdom Today podcast since the beginning. And that's why I always ask the tribe to support the sponsors who are sponsoring this show because I go through each of the sponsors with strong ethics and integrity to make sure that whatever they are bringing forth is in align to the planet and into you and for all of us so that we can grow and have health and wellness in our lives. Ormus's company spends a lot of time with advanced scientists, naturopaths, and doctors and herbalists to formulate a sourcing technique that brings in the highest quality of organic ingredients from the most mysterious and desolate countries in order to bring the magic in the bottle, which is Ormus. Now alchemy is not just for health and wellness community, but for all people seeking to become their greatest version of themselves. And I've been taking this product for many months, and it has been such an addition to my shamanic love that I bring to the world. And how I bring love into the lives of people is by keeping myself healthy and happy and lifted and shifted. By bringing the highest source of minerals in my body, I am able to hold a high vibration of energy and light when doing healing work. Or when I'm speaking to large groups of people, and when I'm here lit and doing Ancient Wisdom Today podcasts. So I invite you to experience the amazingness of Ormus. They have so many powerful selections that you can choose from, from 24 karat gold Ormus to Shilajit to nano-enhanced CBD to Elysium, each bringing a different blend of energy to your body. And I honestly say that this company is really changing the lives of people ever since i've mentioned them and shared them with all of the people in the tribe i've been getting letters and letters of people's lives that have been changing and not to mention the fact that those who have had suffered so many times from ptsd which is post-traumatic stress disorder anxiety depression confusion fog brain and all of these other symptoms that have been plaguing us because of the onslaught of aggressive energies on our planet by taking Ormus, these things are cleared, neutralized, and allowing you to have more balance and groundedness in who you are, as well as enhancing your mind so that you're able to think clearly and have a stronger focus. You can get Ormus by contacting www.nowalchemy.com 
www.nowalchemy.com. That's www.nowalchemy.com. And if you use the code SHAMAN, you'll get 11% off every purchase you make. I'm so happy, Tribe, that we are putting beautiful things in our body because putting beautiful things in our body is putting beautiful things in our mind and our spirit. And that allows us to shine and radiate our truth in this world as leaders. I love you. Enjoy the share. Hey, Tribe. This is Shaman Durek, and I just want to let you know that I am so happy that the amazing Mark Mills wrote another song for us tribal members, and I want you to enjoy it. If you want to check him out on Instagram at Space Dada, Mark Mills, take it away. I'm riding the lit train Oh yeah, oh yeah Gonna ride the lit horse Over to you And love you Oh yeah, oh yeah I'm drinking the lit juice I'm riding the lit train Oh yeah, oh yeah Gonna ride the lit horse Over to you And love you sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years and with those stories came the emotional spiritual and physical knowledge of the ancients shaman durek is a third generation shaman an evolutionary innovator and a women's empowerment leader he's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society we're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands Welcome to the tribe. Hello, tribe, and welcome to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. And I am happy, very, very, very happy that you're alive (laughs) and you're on this planet with me and we get to be together. And even though we may have not met, we will. 
and we may have not been able to give each other a hug. We will. There will come a day where we will find all of the members in the tribe on the Liddy Committee all over the world because we're going to find a way to create for us to be able to always find each other. Yep. And I'm so happy about that. Aren't you? I know I am. And if anyone hasn't told you how loved you are, how special you are, how divine you are, how beautiful you are, how amazing you are, well, I love you. So let me be the first to tell you, I love you. And I'll never stop loving you. And it doesn't matter what you do or how you do it, whatever you do. And if you fall or if you choose choices that are not of the light, I will always love you. Why? Because that is what it means to love someone unconditionally. And I'm happy. I'm happy to, to, to be alive at this time on earth, this great transitional time where we get to embark upon this divine awakening that is happening like in the mass of people, you know? I mean, like it's happening all over the world. And that is something to light a candle about and dance around the table about and do cartwheels and paint a song or sing a song or jump in the bed and do, uh, you know, flips and have fun and like, and just make food and start cooking and like smile while you're like turning the spoon in the pot or whatever it is you're doing. Like that's worth putting a smile to is knowing that we have so many brothers and sisters who are awakening out of that dark sleep right, of lack of limitation and waking up to this amazing ability to see themselves as leaders in this time now. And we're, and we're coming full force. We're coming full force and we're coming with love direct, right? Love direct with so much respect and we're here to check the nonsense at the door. That's right. We are literally going to be the door checkers for nonsense. So the moment we hear nonsense, we're like, sorry, your name's not on the list. You're not coming in. And they're like, hey, I'm nonsense. I want to get in this. I want to get in here. You're like, sorry, uh, your name's not down on the list. You're not coming in. Your name's not down on the list. You're not coming in nonsense. Oh, wait, despair. Sorry, 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 sorry. Your name's not down on the list. You're not coming in, despair. Whoa, 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 wait, what? Who? What? Who? Fear? Oh, dude, you've been banned from this club. Ban. We only have one place for you to go, and that's right to the light. Right to the light with unconditional love. That bus will take you there. That's our lit bus. It will take you straight to the light. Ready to ride it? Let's do it. This is what's happening right now. This is the proclamation of divinity unfolding into all of its quantum parts that create the whole, right? It's each individual person as that quantum part that is a part of the whole that brings us to a higher level of consciousness. And that is worth having a lot of mad respect for. It is like so good. And when I say mad respect, I don't mean like get mad respect. I mean like get crazy respect, like jump up and down and scream and just go like, woohoo, yeah, like we're doing it. We're, we're doing it. The light is transforming so much right now. That's power. So on that gate of truth and illumination, I just want you to know that 
We are at a point right now in our evolution where we are transversing through these different levels of the universal construct. The universal construct is created by the consciousness of beings who place their attention upon anything in the universe, that be it on this planet or other planets or so forth. So when we learn to place our attention on something, we have to recognize that in that moment, we have to understand that we can place our attention on something, but then what are we actually asking that attention to do to that something that we're placing it on? You see, a lot of times people don't understand is that energy is waiting on us to merge consciousness. See, energy is conscious already, but what it needs is it needs an orchestrator, a conductor. That's us. We come in, we place our attention on something, we decide what that is through our thoughts or emotions, and therefore the energy then begins to move into that direction. As we begin to understand science and be able to step deeper into the profounds of like, what does it mean to have science on our planet, right? We're so busy dissecting everything from this very limited point of view of compartmentalization. We don't see the wholeness of every intricate network communicating onto itself and and vibrating back to itself the information or what we can call the feedback of everything that it's connecting with, right? So you can hold in your hand, you know, dirt and you can put dirt in your hand or you can put water in your hand or you can put a flower in your hand. Or anything, and you can just observe it with your with your observation, just by putting your attention on it. That's what that is, and then you could actually project while you're observing on it love, and immediately the molecules and the energies within the structure that makes up the energy content that creates the nucleus of that outer ring of those cells that make up the dirt or the H two O water um, or any of the solubles that you're dealing with, or if there's like a flower or anything, life force in general is actually being alchemically changed just by your thought or emotion alone. And that's the reason why we have to be very mindful in the acts of which we project ourselves into the world. Because it's one thing to project onto someone love and joy and happiness and freedom and elation and dance and celebration and prosperity and abundance and good health and optimum health and, you know, sensuality and all the beautiful things that you can imagine. Like, you know, you can just project orgasm on people, spiritual orgasm, blissful orgasm, and just like people are just like, oh my God, every time I'm around you, I feel so blissfully orgasmic. It doesn't necessarily mean physical. It can mean spiritual, like levels of thought that are literally bursting from these multiple dimensional energy frequencies that are moving in and through the nebulous corners of your brain that are activating levels of dopamine and serotonin and also, you know, high levels of endorphins in your system. That deep part of your subconscious mind that actually can create DMT in your own body, it can create anything and create any chemical it needs. It's just based again, how much do you place your attention on those levels, right? Now, the system is pretty smart. And when I say the system, I mean the matrix. I'm talking about the system that was created by the underworld beings who got into the head of those who were puppets and bobbleheads, who basically created a system that was based on keeping us utterly distracted. I mean, utterly distracted, right? Like distracted times 1,000 off of a bunch of nonsense, which is why we have to be the, the doorkeepers and be like, I'm sorry, your name's not on the list. You're not coming in. Because the nonsense... Oh my God, I mean, can you see how much nonsense there is out there? Like you can literally go down the street and throw something near someone and I guarantee you, you'll land in some area of nonsense that exists. No, it's, it's really interesting. It, it, it's really interesting. And you, would, and you would find that there's so many people who are buying into that nonsense on a daily level. I mean, that's literally like drinking something that you don't even know you're drinking, but you're just drinking and you don't really know the side effects or what's going to happen to you because you have no consciousness of what was in the glass. That's pretty much what it means to be 
not mindful. A lot of times people think mindful means shutting off your mind and going into this blissful state of zen. I'm sorry to tell you, but that whole blissful state of Zen isn't going to make you spiritually immune to all the nonsense that you're going to have to put up with as a spiritual leader in order to be able to step forth in the face of adversity and in the face of those who are still fearful and living in that very dark shroud of, you know, you're wrong and I'm right. And like, you know, like always looking for some way to project their own fears onto another person and hope that that person will join their team and say, hey, I'm now on your team. Can I have a jacket? I'm in your squadron which in fact is becoming less and less on our planet, which is pretty cool if you ask me. And you'd be surprised. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, I don't really feel like a lot of people are waking up. Uh, You're absolutely wrong. There are a lot of people waking up. They're just not telling you they're woken because they're still, um, you know, caught up in their structures of their family or their are their social constructs, are their religious constructs, or whatever constructs they're in, they're still in that playpen and they can't give up their identity so quickly. They can't just go like, hey, you guys, I don't believe anything you believe and I'm a rebel. Yeah, no. We need undercover agents in all parts of society. So yeah, there are undercover agents in all parts of society. They're just not telling you that they believe in those things. They're playing the game and, and waiting for the certain moment. So let's give them props, right? Like there's a lot of props to be giving to a lot of people. And we need to like, you know, clap for those people. It's not, it's not fun sitting in the barrel of the bull schnat, right? No one wants to sit in the barrel of the bull schnat. It's like sitting in a big thing of mud and like all kinds of crud and you know all kinds of trash and things and everyone's just throwing it up in the air every time they open their mouths because everything they're talking about is really nonsense and like really not pivotal to the shift of quantum evolution that we need on this planet to get our asses out of this crazy dark period that we've been transversing through at the time but guess what even in deep space nine no matter how deep we go into the universal sphere of consciousness through our planet as being this amazing spaceship that's hurling hurtling itself through space with a bunch of beings with consciousness that are able to move energies without even realizing that all the stuff that's happening in their life is all being created by their conscious choices internally and their reactions to what they actually perceive on the outside it's like identification of their truth it's like oh yeah that I should react to because it looks like I should be scared of it. So let me react with fear. Okay, then the body goes, oh, feedback returned. Fear is what we react to when these types of things happen. Even though that's a low-grade um, energy frequency, we do have the ability to dismantle it with non-reaction and really checking checking the nonsense at the door. It's like, I'm sorry, but uh, I don't have any time to, to pay attention because your name's not on the list. And... Uh, you know, unless you, um, you know, knew someone who was inside the Liddy Committee who was comfortable with saying nonsense is okay to be within our tribe, I'm sorry, but you're not getting in, you know, because our tribe is lit. And we are the lit definition of the leaders of legacy today, right? Like, it's not like, you know, we had like our Martin Luther King and our Gandhi and our Mother Teresa. It's like, we've had them, like the Mandela's and all of that, right? And they came as like one being. They're like, one being, I'm going to go and I'm going to stand in the face of adversity and I'm going to hold this frequency of light and, this, and the system was like, oh yeah, well get this, boom, 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 boom. Oh, we're going to make a mockery of you. We're just going to shut you down. Well, first of all, if you're a leader, you know, you never go alone. 
I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe they didn't have that download yet, or maybe they had to play that out. And actually, I wouldn't even use the word maybe because I'm going to correct myself right now. I would say that they had to play that whole single like leader stuff out because we were stuck in that paradigm of like the one and only, you know, and there's still people stuck in that, but they're waking up from it. I mean, come on, just take a look at all the pictures of Christ that are all over the place. I mean, you would think a man who had this amazing life and you only remember the part of him that suffered. What about the time when he was drinking wine with his brothers and having a good time? Or the time when he was just having great conversations with Mary to Magdalene? Or the time when he was just like walking on water or all these other things? Why can't we have pictures of that? Like him just standing up there on water with peace signs and like, hey, you're, this is what you're capable of doing. I mean, if we're here to follow in his footsteps or we're here to follow in anyone's footsteps, why does it always got to be a picture of their like demise or their, you know, the pain or the suffering that they wanted through so we can keep reminding ourselves of this sacrifice that was made and that he's the sacrificial lamb and we have to be sac- has to sacrifice ourselves for all of our sins, a word that basically means missing the mark, which is like the whole purpose of being alive. I mean, I don't know about you, but I really enjoy sinning. And I enjoy sinning in like such a good way, like a really happy, loving way. Because like if I was to come to this planet and be perfect, like a lot of people who believe that you can't sin, believe you have to be perfect, I would probably be checked into a mental ward for mental overload and major anxiety overload of trying to be perfect and fit into a box that was never meant for me to fit in in the first place. And I'm sure a lot of you in the tribe who are listening right now in this share pretty much feel the same thing, that it's either get in the box or get out of the box. And I choose to get out of the box. And honestly, if it means that I have to be a sinner, then let the sins begin. Because literally, a sinner means missing the mark. That's the meaning of sins. When people say, sinner, you mean missing the mark? No, sinner. No, you mean missing the mark. No, you're a sinner. No, missing the mark. Because if you look at ancient wisdom, I don't know if people have this whole idea of like, Old Testament, New Testament, and they just take whatever words they have and they just kind of like manipulate the words to fit into whatever they think it means. But the word sin actually really does mean in its original language before it was translated into the word sin, it means missing the mark. And the missing the mark part is pretty cool because how are you ever going to recognize yourself as a quantum creator and raise up and be this amazing leader if you don't know how to refine yourself or refine anything for that matter? Like I can see if you're going to be perfect and you're going to like everything perfect, you're going to people please, you're going to make everyone perfect and like you never miss the mark and you're not a sinner and you're like doing exactly whatever the people tell you to do, be it if you're Muslim or you're Christian or even if you're Buddhist. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not just the Muslims and Christians, my loves. And I love Muslim people and I love Christian people. But what I don't love is the constant rhetoric of nonsense. Like, check that nonsense at the door. If you can't sit and answer questions and your whole thing is like, oh, I can't answer questions because you're not allowed to ask questions. You just have to have faith. To me, faith sounds like a blind deception. It's like, oh, you have to have faith. So now I don't have to answer your question. Uh, what? Are you spiritually bypassing on me? Look, I just asked a simple question. How can God be omnipresent and then be jealous and angry? And I don't get it because omni means quantum and jealous and anger means one thing. So if these things don't go together, can you explain to me why? You know what? You're not supposed to question God. You need to just have faith. What? Spiritual bypass right there. And here's the other thing too. Like, I am totally cool with all people's cultures and all people's belief systems. Like you can be Buddhist, you can be Muslim, you can be Christian, you can be Baha'i, you can be 
Hindu. I mean, you can be whatever you want to be. But the moment you start saying that this is the light and this is the way and you're using negative jargons and negative statements in order to proclaim dynasty of divinity into a human being, it's a big no-no in the no-no lane, right? Because look at it, peeps. Here's the reality, right? Your words should always be high vibe, lit tribe words, right? That means like literally your words are so lit that the lit horse comes to you, the lit train comes to you, like all the lit stars come to you. And when I mean stars, I don't mean like stars that are like in Hollywood. I'm talking like stars in the sky that hold the dream of your dreams and bringing them into manifestation, like full on fluid love just available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week because you speak lit language, which means what? Love and light, conscious language, love and light, meaning light intelligence. You know, you speak intelligently. Like you don't, you're not about nonsense. The consciousness of anything that is, how do we say, um, held in the field of nonsense would basically be anything that would destroy our species or degrade our, our whole entire planet or basically just put us in a complete box and limit us from all of the amazing resources that are available. So the idea of wanting to fit into some idea of perfection to not be a sinner can makes no sense because how am I going to help other people transform their lives, which is basically me just saying, hey, I'm going to show you how to refine yourself from like this rock to this diamond. If I don't know how to transform my own self through constant life experience of being refined myself, right? It's like going to a blacksmith and saying, I need you to make me this blade and it has to be like with rubies and gems and diamonds and be sharp and like be amazing and everything. And, you know, and the blacksmith is like, I don't know how to make a blade for myself, but I'll try to make one for you. <laughs> Not going to happen. So the thing is, is the idea of sinning is like a grace of God. It's like, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner and I'm a winner and I know it. I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner, and I'm a winner, and I know it, and I know it, cause I sin to refine myself, I sin to design myself, I sin to understand the universe is bigger than man I sin to refine myself so I can be like God I mean really I mean really people come on really like I remember when my grandfather first called me a sinner and I started thinking to myself like what is a sinner and he's like a sinner means Mr. Mark but you're a sinner and we're all born in the sin and we have to get out of sin and we have to like stop being sinners because it's you know it's against God and blah 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 thanks granddad first of all I just wanted to understand like so I don't understand so are you trying to be sinner free so do you want to be sinner free right now and like of course my grandfather's like yeah of course I mean that's the key is it what door does that key unlock? I'm a little bit concerned about it, if you ask me, because the whole consciousness of unlocking a door with a key of wanting to be perfect, when perfection is, isn't perfection your own experience of perfection? Like perfection doesn't really exist, does it? I mean, the last time I checked, 
my perfection is completely different from someone else's perfection is different from someone else's perfection, which is different from someone else's perfection, which is different from someone else's perfection and someone else and someone else and someone else and someone else and someone else. So if that's the case, whose perfection is the right one? Will the real perfection please stand up? Please stand up. Please stand up. Because literally, that's what's happening. It's like, which one is the right one? And then again, you don't know because you're not allowed to question anything because you have to have faith. I'm sorry, but faith sounds to me like I'm supposed to just say yes to you, whatever you decide something is, because you said yes to someone, whoever decided what that was. And then they said yes to someone who decided whatever that was for them without any conscious thought or any kind of speculation into the divine divinity of your heart that knows all the answers. And you decided to just bypass that heart with the word faith. And you threw it up in my face as if this was like the golden word that I have to follow in order to get the information that I need. And you wonder why there's so many atheists on the planet. Atheist people don't deal with nonsense. They haven't had their questions answered, you know? And so, I mean, if I didn't have my questions answered, I'd find it kind of weird. Like if I went to school and I was like, hey, teacher, so why did all those people have to fight in the Gettysburg Address? Or like, why, why did the queen um, feel like she had to go to war with Spain? Or like, why did like my teacher be like, I'm sorry, I just don't know. And you know what? You don't have to worry about asking those questions. Stop asking questions, just have faith. Have faith in what? Have faith in what I told you about that, about the queen having issues with, um, with Spain. Yeah. And the, and the people battling at the Gettysburg Address. Yeah. And the aberrations. Yeah. And, and the Maoris. Yeah. So everything you told me, I'm just supposed to like go ahead and just bobble my head like a bobblehead and just agree to. Uh, just have faith. Could you imagine if your teacher and you had all these questions and your teacher was like, just learn what I give you in these books. Don't question. Don't and make any questions. Just follow the lesson plan and just have faith. Have faith in what? That I'm not going to tell you what any of it means. I'm just going you to learn it. And that's what I want you to have inside of your modus operandi. That's how I want your brain to understand this information. And if you question this information, I will simply say you have no faith. We'll make you feel bad. You don't have any faith. And yeah, I mean, I think that if you want my honest opinion about that, I would say in my own words, that's a bunch of bullshit. Because why? Because I'm sorry, as a shaman, the first thing we learn in shamanism is question everything. Even question who's talking to you in the spirit world. But not from a place of like, I'm going to question you now. And so uh, this is going to be a major interrogation. So, you know, just prepare yourself. Because if, you don't, if I don't like any of the answers you're giving me, I'm going to get mad at you. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to crucify you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to turn it up. I'm going to get crazy. I'm going to get wild on you. I'm going to wild out on you. No, doesn't quite work like that. In fact, in shamanism, we do question everything, but we do it from a place of love, which is basically like, I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, so therefore I'm willing to take the journey without putting any speculations or ideas or concepts or any judgments about whatever it is you're saying to me and just kind of like listen to you. And anytime I hear anything that's not balanced in the realm of unconditional love, I'm just going to basically say it's false. Not because I don't, I don't think that, you know, your whole idea of like damnation and hell and all these other things that you've proclaimed is false. It's just that I operate in the field of love consciousness. And I think would anything create something that would hurt or destroy life 
or creation of its own creation of its own creation of its own creation, meaning like <laughs> it would be like me taking my fingers and chopping them off and throwing them into the fire and like taking my hand. It is gruesome as that may sound, but don't for those of you who watch Walking Dead, it's not that gruesome as you think. But like, you know, cutting off my hand and like cutting off my ear and throwing it in a fire because that would be what God is actually doing if God was to throw his children into the fire. Because if you threw your children in the fire, you would be cutting off your body parts as well because they're a part of you. And every time we cut trees, we're cutting off a piece of ourselves. And every time we destroy life, we're taking a part of our life away as well. And did we not get that memo about like, we're all connected? I think Bob Marley did when Bob Marley was like, one love, one heart, let's get together and be all right. Now, I could have the lyrics completely wrong or I could have them right. Regardless, you got the point. The point I'm making is it's about one love. It's one love with one thing, right? One, 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 one. And the one encompasses many. So if I am going to destroy my brother and sister and I'm going to destroy nature and I'm going to destroy all the resources on the planet, I'm really destroying myself, right? Caprende, right? You got it? You know, does that make sense, right? So it's like, why would I do that? That's the big question. You know, I always find like we're always wanting to do all these very like scientific explorations and like, let's find out how this thing works and how we can connect to this and let's go in outer space and let's build a new AI. Like, why are you building an AI when you can't even solve the problem on our planet of war? Or why human beings feel so insecure that they have to hurt another person or talk bad about them because they feel threatened in their own shoes and their own boots and their own, you know, whatever they're wearing these days, you know, on their feet. I mean, whatever stems they have going on. The point I'm making is this, is that literally if we are putting out all this technology, like upgrading the new telephone, like, okay, you know, I got to get the new iPhone. You got to get the new, you got to get the new Android. You got to get the new this. You got to get the new that. You got to get the new car. You got to get this. The new, the new, the new, the new, the new, the new, the new. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I got it. Okay, I got the new everything. Whatever, even my video game machines. I'm like, I was happy playing, you know, my video games. And then they're like, oh, we're now upgrading now to PlayStation 3. Oh, now we have this thing and we have that thing. And, you know, it's just like, it takes so much time catching up. I mean, you've got all these social media accounts. You've got Instagram, you've got Facebook. Now you've got like Snapchat. And there's all these other ones I just don't even know. And then there was one that a friend of mine told me to get onto called Marco Polo. And there's another one. And I'm like, I can't have all these social media accounts. Like it's that enough is taking up so much of my day that I cannot focus on the litness of building more structure for the tribe to recognize their gloriness and their power and their leadership and like how amazing they are. This is like taking away from my brain space taking away from my brain space. I only have this much of my brain space when I'm dealing with all of those social media accounts. I can't do it. Literally. And I know I'm a bit of a character, but you know what? I'm a bit of a character because why? Because I am a character. I'm multiple characters. I'm a multidimensional being. One day you could be talking to a woman. Next day you could be talking to a man. Next day you're talking to E.T. Next day you're talking to a little boy named Ducky. And next second you're talking to a wise old scientist and a wizard and a witch and all kinds of things are inside of me. And even spirits and beings that you just never come in contact with in any of your storybooks, they're all inside of me. And you know what? It makes me very happy to be all of them. Why? Because they all have something to say, and I'm willing to let them all speak. And you have many of those inside of you as well. And so, you know, 
give them a chance to speak. You know, I mean, the reality of it is like, you're never going to fit into a shoebox. You're never going to fit in a box, period. So you might as well start making plans to be okay with being uncomfortable that other people are uncomfortable with you being who you are that makes them uncomfortable so that you're not comfortable because they're uncomfortable and that you actually learn how to be comfortable with their uncomfortable. So that way, by you being comfortable, they can become comfortable because they realize you're not going to change because that realize that makes them reflect back to them what their own fears are, which is being projected to you, which then goes back to them. And then they have to realize like, oh, wait a second. Like, oh, maybe there's something there that I'm not seeing. And then, oh my God, I'm having an awakening. Oh my God, aha moment, as Oprah would say. And then, wow, what the heck is that? That is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. And they hear the sounds. All aboard the lit train. Tribal members, leaders of legacies, leaders of now and always will be step aboard the lit train. That will be the amazingness that they see by you just honoring your truth without you, you know, changing, bending, you know, limiting, limitating, holding back, you know, hoarding, or just pretty much making yourself an invisible, which is, you know, I don't think I would ever choose that as a superhero if I was to be one to be invisible. So I definitely want to be seen so I can give people hugs. It'd be kind of weird just sneaking up to people and giving them hugs and being invisible. How would you make a real connection? And the, and the truth of the matter is, how would you make a real connection? You mean, you know, if you chose to be invisible, if that was like a superpower of yours, the idea of being invisible, the invisible man, the invisible uh, woman, the invisible kid, all of a sudden you're walking around giving people hugs, but everyone just feels like, oh my God, there's a cramp around my body. Like, what is that? That's so weird. What is that sensation? Oh God, oh, what is that? Oh my God, it feels weird. It feels good, but it, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I need to go to, go to, the, I need to, go to the doctors. Or I need to go see my hypnotherapist. I don't know what's going on. Because the truth of the matter is, as I said before, I wouldn't want to be invisible for the very sake of not being able to make a real connection with someone, like an eye-to-eye, soul-to-soul, which is the same soul, really. And just be there to put my arms around you and kiss you and hold you and talk to you and, you know, laugh with you and laugh. You know, I had a tribal member come in and see me recently for her training, you know, and literally we started going into the shamanic and it was like really intense. And then the spirit's like, you got to pull the drum out. And then these spirits came in the room and they're like, we need to sing the song through your body. And then they came through my body and they were singing and stuff. And then they were saying these ancient words and they all of a sudden, like my student and I just started bawling and laughing, I think for maybe 20 or maybe more minutes and literally the most silliest, craziest laughter freedom we haven't felt in a very long time and i mean i laugh a lot and i'm pretty crazy and silly and fun and goofy and wild and you know and serene and focused and all the other things in between but this laughter was like beyond beyond and you know it was necessary so i I can understand um you know all of that but at the same time Building a connection with someone and making a real connection, like a real intimate connection versus just going off of the idea of being invisible is the same thing when you're not being in who you are. When you're like, you know, changing yourself to fit into what other people's comfortability level is. And then the truth of the matter is, 
someone's comfortability level could be so completely high and then you the next person could be just as high so what are you going to do you're going to like what go around to each person and try to figure out what they're comfortable with and what they're not comfortable with like god forbid you listen to ancient wisdom today podcast and get ancient wisdom turned into model day understandings that you can use from common sense no nonsense bullshit information that you get to go out into the world and be lit and literally scream your head off on the lit train ride lit horses around town and throw lit hammers down and shake and wake up the people even more just by the mere presence of your glory Beauty, joy, innovative, creative, sensual, beautiful, amazing, smart, intelligent, genius self. You ask me, I think that's where shouting to the rooftops on. I mean, most people shout anyway. And most of the time it's because they're watching scary movies at an amusement park or flipping upside down a thousand times. They get to scream as loud as they want. Why can't you? Why can't you just go outside and be like, I love being on the lit tribe, lit train, lit horse. I got a lit hammer in my hand and I'm smacking it down and shaking the earth and waking and shaking and shaking and waking people. I mean, why not? I mean, what's the difference? I mean, people do it all the time. They're screaming you know, at parties and the football games, they're always screaming loud, like, you know, and why can't you scream out your window that you're riding the lit train? Why can't you scream out your window that your life is lit? Fantastic. Litastic. That's what it is. Litastic. Ooh. I'm living a litastic life. Yeah. Truly. I mean, the thing is, we have to realize that nonsense is there, right? And nonsense exists. And what makes something nonsense is, it's nonsense. It's like, really? You want to give me information and data that's going to lower my entire evolutionary process down to a tiny little P because you don't feel comfortable expanding and involving yourself in your evolutionary process with smiles and delights and cheers and celebrations. But instead, you're so afraid that you're like wanting everyone else to be afraid. That's nonsense. Nonsense is when you're in a relationship and the other person is trying to project to you their own insecurities and make you responsible for them. That's nonsense too. And nonsense is when you have someone who's constantly asking for your help and every time you give them help, nothing changes because you're enabling them. That's nonsense. And nonsense is that God is going to send you to hell because you choose to be um, with the same sex or you choose to be doing something that is basically being a sinner, which, like I said, you know, I'm living a sinful life and, and I know that. And I'm okay with it. And my sinful life is not what you think it is. My sinful life is I'm not following the herd. And so anything that tells you that it's not going to love you and you're not going to go to this afterlife and because you didn't follow the herd and you didn't follow the programs and you defied the matrix, that's nonsense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And what's even more nonsense is when a doctor tells you that like... You only have six months to live, so make plans. That's nonsense. I mean, sorry, doomsday doctor. Just do your job, okay? And if you see that there's no more, how do you say, support that you can offer me and my family, then just zip your mouth and say, 
you know, based on our ability and what we have available and the knowledge and aptitude that I've learned since I was in school, I've done and, and exhausted all of my resources and what I can do for you. However, I know there's many things that are out there for you because we are living in a quantum universe. And I'm sure that somewhere you're going to find it. Now, that's a responsible doctor who's not speaking nonsense. A nonsense-baked doctor thinks that they have the right to tell you that because their system didn't work, no system will work. I'm sorry to tell you, but your doomsday doctor days are over. Just wait till my book comes out. You'll see. And the controversy that I'm sure I'm going to get is going to be, well, most necessary, I'd say. Because I have no problem standing in the face of adversity and speaking out for the Lit Tribe. And I know that the Lit Tribe will be standing with me and we'll be speaking out together because I know there's a lot of things on your mind, tribal members, that you need to get off your chest. And enough is enough. Like if you're people pleasing your family because you want their love, just give them a test, a simple test. I'm going to be who I am. Can you love that? If you can't, that's okay. That's where you are in your evolution. Don't take it personally. Just realize that it's better for you to be loved by someone who loves all of you and unconditionally with you instead of you jumping through hoops and meeting some expectations or wanting to prove something to mommy and daddy or guardianships uh, that you are worth love. Because the truth of the matter is, you should never have to ask someone if you're worth love. You should know that you are love. It's not like a worth, like a love is coming to you on a platter or being delivered to your house in a mailbox. Love is what you are. You are love. Every cell of your being is love. Your mind, your spirit, your eyes, your hands, everything is love. And if people just recognize that creation is just pure unconditional love and just be that which what you are, things are going to be amazing. Things are gonna 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 be amazing when you realize that you are love. When you realize that you are love things are gonna be amazing things already are amazing life already is amazing because you are love yeah so honestly i would say to you things already are amazing and they're gonna keep getting amazing and keep being amazing, and they already are amazing, and they're gonna keep being amazing because you are love. And if you could just remember that, that you are love, it's not that you have to be love, or you're transforming into love, or that you're gonna be given love, like you are love. And love is self-sustaining, it's self-maintaining, it's never draining, and it's never complaining, but it's always self-sustaining. And love is here with you right now. You are love. If you just tap into the point right now and realize that you are nothing but love, your fingers are love, your hands are love, your toes are love, your legs are love, every part of you is just pure love. What, what, like, literally, what would you have to say to that? You know? It's like, if someone rejects you, it's not anything to do with rejection. It's rejection protection right? Like let someone, if someone's like, oh, I reject you, meaning like they don't want to put up with you or have you in their life or they can't handle you or whatever. It's pr rejection is projection of that person's fear 
of the litness of your being. So rejection is protection, period. And the thing is, you are at this amazing precipice in evolutionary time on this planet, time that exists for us because we created it, where we get to be able to shine our light unencumbered, without fear, and truly join together in our tribe and hold hands and blaze our hearts towards the darkness and bring our brothers and sisters home. Word! I think, you know what? That's something to celebrate about. So I think you being this amazing gatekeeper of nonsense, like checking nonsense, checking fear, being like, I'm sorry, your name's not on the list. You're not on the list. You're not on the list. You're not on the list. You have no place in here, no place in here, no place in my head, no place in my emotions, no place in me or my family or my kids. You're not on the list and you're not going to be on the list. So go ahead and get on my lit bus and ride yourself right over to the light because that's how we're doing it. You have no name on this list. I don't know how so many times I have to tell you. You keep coming back. You keep, you keep coming here and trying to say things to me. And I don't care what you have to say because you are meant to be on my lit bus going to the light. We want you to go home, but you can't come to this party yet until you go home and get the right costume on. You are not on the list. Once you get the costume on, we'll put you on the list and you can come party with all of us. Like it's party like it's universal eternity style. <laughs> for those of you in life who are making things harder than they have to be here's a little tip for you stop there you go you know the thing is it's like why wouldn't you stop why would you why would you accept anything hard in your life or difficult or painful like why wouldn't you just stop why wouldn't you just make a decision to sit down with yourself and go you know what the reason why i'm making it hard is because i've also told myself it has to be hard and so therefore god inside of me that is this limitless you know creator that like has so much power which is me that loves me unconditionally which is me loves me unconditionally will give me everything i ask or say or react to so because i'm constantly thinking in this very dismal lacking way by telling myself I'm not good enough or telling myself money's hard or things are hard and I have to work hard to make money or things have to be difficult or blah, 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 blah. I think from my perspective, universally speaking, that it needs to be checked as nonsense. No two no two ends about it. It literally is nonsense. <laughs> Anytime anything says anything to you that is not held in the field that you are love, not that you have a capability of being love or that you know you you give love. No, you are love. So giving love is in the nature of who you are. It's just what you are. How you see the world is through love. The way you touch people is love. The way you hug people is love. The way you make love to them is love. The thing you write or if you build, if you create or you make food, it's all love. You're just pure love and everything you do is an enactment of love. I think you will see a powerful light shine bright like no other light has shine in the center of your being. And it will say, Thank you for seeing me. Thank you. Even when we blinded you and took away your memories, even when we took away your ability to recognize where you came from, implanting you in a family, 
bringing you into social conditions and ideas and cultures. And the people around you who put limitations and fears in your path, in your mind, and in your feelings. Choices that they told you you had to accept in order to be loved, which you did. You still managed to break free and transmutate that energy into love for the sake of love so that you can show that it's possible for us to transmute darkness throughout the galaxy. By utilizing your efforts here, you have trained so many beings who have deployed themselves into the deepest, darkest places of space where darkness resides and is able to infiltrate with love other planets, other consciousness on other planets, to give them the ability to transcend darkness with love through acceptance, joy, celebration, and happiness, and bringing the light and holding the torch for all to see for all eternity. Thank you, beautiful, wonderful, selfless beings who left the heavenly realms, chose your parents, your geographical location, and if you would be male or female, so that you would be able to carry out this beautiful gift that you have given to so many when you didn't know. We honor you. We thank you. We love you. And we know that your journey has not always been easy. However, if you call on us, if you ask for the great counsel of light to assist you, we will always be there as long as you place your attention that what you ask is done. Always contact us through love, not fear. And all that you ask will be taken care of. We are honorable and loving to all of you on earth and all of you who are listening to Shaman Durek in this tribe. You are many and you are growing. And we, the beings of light, are ushering in more beings to come to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast so that the downpour of love can flood through your being and open up the divinity of the bridge inside of you that will allow you to access into the fifth dimensional realms. We are honored by all of your choices to step into the field of pain or suffering or loss or death our sadness, our greed, our destruction, and all the different lives that you are lived simultaneously right now. Where you have transformed all of those behaviors, patterns, ideas, and concepts, and brought them back into the fold of unconditional love. You are doing great, beautiful tribal leaders. It is an honor for us to watch you to assist you, and to guide you. There is still so much more for you to step into. However, we know that if you are listening to Ancient Wisdom today, we ushered Shaman Durek to create this space through the help of many of his friends so that you would have a meeting place to share with your brothers and sisters of the same likeness so that you can go out into the world 
and bring forth your love into all areas that require it for transformation and transmutation. There are so many masters and beings and elders and family members who have passed on to the other side, but we are not away from you. We have not abandoned you. It may seem that way when you're going through pain and suffering. However, we have not. We are here allowing you to fulfill that which you've asked us to do, which is to override any energies that you need in order for you to understand human development, even if it was painful or abusive, even if it caused you trauma. We understand the trials and tribulations in which you have gone through as being in a human vessel. And there is much support for you available for the healing of these dynamic surges of stress, pain, discomfort, trauma, hate, war, death, loss, decay, degradation, fear. We have the blueprint and the energies being downloaded into your being every single day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. A lot of you who have come to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast may have already experienced the mass downloads of energies that have already shifted your lives. That is because Shaman Durek has always been an usher of the light frequencies on earth since he was a little boy. The elders chose him because he had the ability and the capacity to not be taken on by any being that would glamour him and put him into a cage so that he would not be able to see the energy and the power that it would take to put the power back in all of your hands. I have downloaded into his system to give you this message. My name is daughter Aurelia. I come from Telios, and I am here to bring you this message. We will bring Shaman Durek back. However, we want you to know that we love you. We, the Council of Light, will assist you in any way that you may need in order to progress forward in your evolution. Remember this promise. You are not alone. You are loved unconditionally by so many. Goodbye, powerful beings of light. We shall speak again. I will now bring back Shaman Durek. Well, it looks like we had a a powerful um, being that came through to speak to all of you and to me as well and to all the beings who are here on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. I'm so happy about that. Thank you so much for, for, for taking over my body and bringing this message of love and consciousness and divinity into the tribe. This is amazing. This is lit. This is lit. This is what I'm talking about. You see, it's like I'm sitting here, I'm doing this podcast and all of a sudden this being just comes in, the room gets really bright and just comes right in my body and starts talking to all of you. I got bits and pieces of it because I was cognitive and non-cognitive, but I can tell you this, whatever came through and how it came through was so powerful. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this when this comes out and gets aired. But what I will say is this, I love you all so much. 
and I know how powerful you are. And if you're not listening to Meditation Wednesdays and getting involved in the meditations, look, the reason why I created those meditations with Sefi is for one reason, to be able to show that we can access other dimensional gates and stargates through meditation and make contact. First contact, second contact, whatever contact needs to be made with other beings that are off-world and other dimensions to let them know that we are not afraid to travel to these dimensions that are real when you are doing those meditations. That is the reason why I don't tell you what you see and give you details. I let spirit guide you infinitely in your journey. I know that we are born triumphant. And I also know how powerful each and every one of you is. You have come here to stand in the face of adversity with love in your heart, to not falter into darkness, to anger, and to disgust, and to be affected by the actions of people who are operating in contrary to who they are. We are here to hold the torch for all those who have forgotten and all those who are lost. We are here to forge a new world new technology, a new understanding of the balance and harmony between masculine and feminine into one design, into one spirit, the fifth element. We have done it already, and we are at the point of doing it again. Trust me, trust me when I say this to you. If you've ever doubted yourself, let those doubts be gone today. If you ever questioned your reality, that you're crazy or you're making these things up. Let it be done today. And if you've ever been afraid to tell someone the truth, even because you were afraid that they may think you're crazy or laugh at you or not love you, let them. For they will be the ones who walked across the bridge and thank you for standing strong even when they turned their backs on you. Be out of fear. The glorious day is here. It's always been here. And all you have to do is drink in the lit juice and live and be and ride the lit train to all that brings joy to your heart. I am so thankful and so happy and so exuberant. Remember, we check nonsense at the door. We don't put up with nonsense no more. We are here to soar and ride high into the sky and be what we are, which is love. So I love you so, 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 so much. I love you so much that literally when I say it, my heart starts to ache and burn and then feel I feel laughter. I feel all of these energies move through me. It's really euphoric and intense. Because I love you that much. I don't care. I don't care what people have told you. I don't care if people don't love you. You know I love you. You will know. You find me in the street and give me a hug, you'll know that I love you. I will never turn my back on you. I will never deny you. I know you. I love you. We're family. We made these choices way before being in this embodiment. I remember. You remember. We all remember. That's why we found each other again. Wherever you are in the world, we're together. You'll know. You'll know. Every time you meet a tribal member, you'll know. Because you'll feel it. You'll feel that exuberant love inside of them. That undying love. That, that love that is, speaks 
and so many languages without words, in movement and without movement. Yeah. <laughs> hey, tribe. I am super happy to share with you all that you can go to the Shaman School. It is my new Shaman School online where you can take classes, up-level yourself, upgrade your powers, learn everything from the basics of shamanism all the way up to more advanced levels where you're really accessing your powers. Because the thing is, Tribe, it's about putting the power back in your hands and we have to be ready for what's coming. And that means get everything you need to keep yourself lit and riding the lit train. You can go to www.theshamanschool.com. I look forward to sharing with you more informational tools that are going to change your life. I love you. So if you're following me on Instagram, great. And if you're not, what are you doing? Do a lot of great videos on Instagram and bringing on tribal members to tell their stories and to share their love and their passion and their devotion and their wisdom is the greatest thing ever and also if you want to level up your powers please 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 check out the shamanschool.com sign up on the newsletter so you can find out about the webinars because we're going to be doing a lot more workshops and they're not going to be in buildings they're going to be on the web so that everyone around the world can get a chance to be a part of the greatness of love that is being poured into them and also remember you are powerful. So live in that truth. And until next time, <laughs> I'll see you later, alligator. Alligator.